This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. It's Aston Villa this week and the team back together. It's Albert and it's Heskiff. Then it's Guy Boyers. Yeah, we've already been digging each other out before we press record. Shut up. <laughs> Don't shut up, it's a podcast. It wouldn't work if you shut up. <laughs> There's um, a big problem, lads, when I'm, I'm the consistent one. You realise that. <laughs> are you are you going to make the joke? Come on, I'm going to make the joke. Let's leave it. Okay, but thanks to Nick last week and Patrick O'Connor the week before for standing in. But it's... if you're not careful, next week with if you carry on like that, you'll have Patrick and Nick, and that will just be stats pun, stats pun, stats pun for like yeah. an hour. Yeah. yeah, and me and Heskiff will do our own. Yeah, and we won't talk about football still. Well, just done a pretty much a Batman pod <laughs> pre kicking records. Fuck's sake! Right, straight into the beer. I don't even like Batman. <laughs> it's it's themed again this week. The beer. There's been lots of relegation talk going on. So. Guilty. The beer this week is Don't Look Down. 6.6 IPA from Phantom Brewery. We're 6.6 away from the relegation zone, aren't we? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Um, So, yeah. But, Albert, you're not not drinking beer. You've discovered a new favourite. Well, I say I I discovered it in the summer in Spain, but... I just fancied I'd had a I had a Guinness at lunchtime today. Uh and I didn't fancy a, another beer, so I've gone with a gin and tonic, but it's a very nice Spanish gin, like I discovered in 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 August in Spain. And I promised myself I'd only have one, but we talked maybe about Batman for so long before we hit record that I had to dash off and pour another one. And I nearly came back. I nearly came back also with a flake yogurt, but I thought that is probably one step too far to sit here munching on a flake yogurt. But if we could hurry this up, please, because now I really want a flake yogurt. Would you use a flake as the spoon? No, it's got it's like a like a um, like You're a crunch corner. So you, you get like a little you- pot of a little pot of chocolate yogurt, and then there's a little like. Mm. pot of broken flake that you you tip over into the into the chocolate yogurt you look like you were doing salt bay for a second there flake bay is that your new name is that that knobhead who does the meat yeah yeah flake flake bay that's your new name flaky bay because i only do the pod one in four (laughs) (laughs) um i'd like to toast someone this week Couple of t- a couple oh, of toasts. You didn't have to. Um, ah, you didn't have to. First up, we'll go. With- don't. I'll get embarrassed. Don't. I'll get embarrassed. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. I'll get embarrassed. Move on. Uh, it's been da- Darren Ambrose's birthday this week. So, oh. up Darren Ambrose. Um, 
<laughs> up the Darren Ambrose. Up, up the Ambrose. Up, up the Ambrose. Um, quite talking of relegation, I think that might have happened if he weren't there in 2010, that's for sure. Uh, Favourite Ambrose memory? I have to say, I did watch the the club put out a little compilation, didn't they, of all his goals. And obviously, I know that he scored bangers. Man United, Wednesday, Villa free kick on Valentine's Day. But you forget just how many of them mm. were absolute bangers. Mm. Like, all of them. Chef Knight, pretty much multiple against Watford. All of them. <laughs> he scored yeah. a, I think the first game I took Vanessa to was, I think it was Sheffield United we were playing at home, and he scored like a, a volley. Just wallops it. 30 yards, yeah. yeah. Just fucking hit it, is one of them. It's fucking hit it. Yeah. That's a, that's a great goal. Yeah, that's Sheffield, a that's goal. Yeah. the Sheffield United one. Mm-hmm. It's funny that, because the first, our sort of first official sort of date out with my family, uh, me and Joe, was uh, the Villa Cup game when he banged the one in from 64 yards or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he just, even his tappings, I, I remember the one against Preston, which he even thundered that in off the underside of the bar twice. <laughs> Couldn't even score a simple tapping, but. Just bangers, bangers, bangers around. So you're right. You're right to uh, raise a toast for him instead of me. Okay, I have a second toast, and this is. Oh no! Don't. Oh, stop it. I mean, it's kind of Albert affiliated. Oh. Given that tasty jerk. Yeah, look at you two. <laughs> Recently voted in an article in the Observer one of the top thirty places to eat in the UK. Um, as uh, I forgot to mention that to my wife because <laughs> she chastises me for going in there since cockroach gate. <laughs> well, the thing the thing that I read about it, it was like a real love letter to the food, and then at the end it said, "Oh, the one surprise is it's got one star hygiene." Mm. I'm like, yeah, but can't that's why it's it good. That's why you it's can't good. Have it all. Yeah, can't have, have it all. Been, have they focus on the things that you want from a restaurant. You've ever Pardon? been sick from there? No. Exactly. It's just, it is just well sick. That's just it. <laughs> sick, bruv. Yeah. Mm. Was the, I've, I've, I mean, I only saw the headline. I, I didn't check the source. It wasn't from like cockroachnews.com, was it? And it, <laughs> actually, it was from The Observer. So. Reviewed by cockroaches. It's <laughs> uh, a funny little idea. Yeah, fair play. I, I, listen, I've only been to two games this season and... You know, as much as I'll sit here and say, oh, you know, I really wish I could get to more games. I'm really miss, really much. You think what I mean is, I really wish I was in the Tasty Jerk more. <laughs> What's your go-to when you're there? Chicken meal, chicken rice gravy, bit of barbecue sauce, and a bit of the hot sauce. Leave the lid off. Two forks, please, because that, that's my only one downside. Forks are a little bit flimsy. So you have to take a contingency fork. <laughs> You're not like thinking of bringing one that you can bring yourself, like a spork kind of. Uh, well, yeah, but then I'd have to get it in the ground, and if I get if I get the old pat down, and there's a just there's a there's a fork in the pocket. Slip it down the side of your wide fitting shoes, mate. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> uh, what the palace? Forest Green Rovers and QPR have in common. Football teams. Next. <laughs> football teams that... Play football. Uh, <laughs> say again. Palace, QPR. Forest Green Rovers. None of us have won in 2023. Oh, fuck. We're the only three teams left. So, I mean, this is where some articles have spawned and people getting ideas that we're slowly slipping towards relegation. Um, Heskiff, I know you can fully get on board with this. Yeah, they're my pen names. (laughs) Do you really feel like that? Feel like that? You're worried about relegation? Um, At the moment, no, because we keep playing good teams and we're playing all right. But I think when we've got, we've talked about these easier, in inverted comic inverted commas games coming up ask me after a few of them because if we ain't winning them then 
I was starting to get a bit sweaty. What about you, Albert? I saw a, I, uh, well, I saw a stat today, and I meant to research it a bit more uh, like you would expect someone to do who's going to come on a podcast and talk about football. <laughs> like I saw, yeah, uh, I saw a stat today. Goals scored since 6th of November. Man United 50, Man City 36, Arsenal 26, Tottenham 24, Liverpool 23, Chelsea 6. And this was on like a football group. And I, there's a lot of Spurs fans. In fact, most of those teams are represented in this football group that I'm in. And I was halfway through writing to the Chelsea fans. Fucking hell, that's shite. And then I thought, (laughs) well, hang on a minute. (laughs) Have we scored six goals since the 6th of November? And I genuinely, like I say, I was very busy at work today. I I meant to sit down and get the abacus out, but. Since the 6th of November? If you put a gun to my head and said, have we scored Since six or less? Does, I that would... include, does that include the cup? No. That, that... Did we score in the cup? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I, yeah. I, think we wa- I think we want it to include the cup. Um, since the 6th of November, we've scored uh, seven. Including the cup. Oh, fuck. So if you don't include oh. the cup, we've scored six. Shit. And two of them come against Bournemouth. They were really shit. Yeah. The only other team that Chelsea have beaten, apart from yeah. us, in their last eight, 17 games or something. Yeah, since the restart after the World Cup, we're Chelsea's only win in 11 games. It's genuinely our only bad... It's probably our only bad result since the restart as well, weirdly, cup, cup aside, where, as I've said before, we lost a game against a team that didn't even try to win. <laughs> um they got knocked out to knocked out the FA Cup finally against Grimsby tonight. So fair play to Grimsby, but yeah, I'd, look, I, we've been playing all the all the teams in form at the moment, and we've been getting results. We're not playing our best. Slowly getting you know odd signs here and there that we're a bit more competitive, but I think it's, I think we're going to be fine. Don't look confident, Eskif. And well. Let's try and score a goal. Yes. JP, Listen, are you two, listening? I've had two gin and tonics, so I'm on the verge of tears anyway. You're not getting much positivity out of me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, going to Palace, more, more awards so we can toast Michael Alise, a hat-trick of player in a month awards. I was surprised at this one. I didn't, I didn't think there was a clear winner this time round. I think it's been more of a team effort recently, mm. um, but that's not how it works, though, is it? No, in terms of like in the previous two times he'd won it, it was he was the only clear winner because he was carrying us. Um, mm. Zaha earlier in the season carrying us, you know, that sort of thing. Where this is like, I thought Gay probably was in with a shout. Um, Decore was would have probably been my choice, but seems like everyone's. Clicking fingers stuck on a lease. I wonder if it's like recency bias because if it he played well against Liverpool. And if there was a vote after that, I didn't even see it to be honest. I don't know who would have voted for, but maybe it's just because he played right against them and yeah. set the goal up against Brentford. The people are just like, oh, I just give it to him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the results were, but yeah, I think I voted for Decore. But there you go. Doesn't necessarily mean that's the right choice. It must um, was this brought on by Johnny Parr coming on the pitch at half time against Liverpool, the most undeserved <laughs> player of the year in recent memory? Oi, what's your mouth out? Anthony Gardner was robbed, and I would die on that hill. Absolutely disgraceful decision. This is what I like. Jo- I like Johnny Parr. This is what happens when you let people vote for things. Johnny Parr Brexit. That's it. <laughs> did create what you know a wonderful uh, he become a wonderful meme for his playoff final run in the suit that was good but wasn't he quoted as saying when he first joined us that we were a stepping stone to a team like Manchester United in England enjoyed his time at Ipswich afterwards then I <laughs> oh but yeah 
the weirdest player of the year decision. I think it was basically because he hadn't had a summer because right, yeah, and played sixty odd games, sixty five games or whatever. Everyone was like, "Oh, fair play, give him player of the year." I've got his shirt from that night. Player signed Johnny Parchment. Player that had played all year. Yeah, but not for us. No, but you know. <laughs> Whatever. Some of it for us. Well, a whole season for us, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, it but weird him being on the pitch. Joel Wall calling him an old man on, on some video. He like doesn't look any way. different either, does he? <laughs> he looks exactly the same as he did when he played for us. <laughs> How old is Johnny Parr now? Oh, now you're asking. <sighs> I am. I'm asking Google. 37. I've got fingers. 36, I will say. 30, he's 34. What? 34. Did he... Is he... Retired? Did he get injured or something? Uh, <laughs> great, great, great podcasting. Yes, yes. He did, in January 2022 he announced his retirement from professional football. From Strom, from Strom Goodset. Indeed, oh, I'm glad that you said it. <laughs> How many appearances? Yeah, 113. And seeing as you've asked, four goals, four, right. pa- four Palace. No, that's for Strom, 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 Strom God, Strom's God set. Mm. How many goals have Palace? 92, 92 performances. 92 performances. <laughs> Fuck, that gin's kicking in. It 92 is. appearances, two goals. Yeah, so did he score on his debut? Or like somewhere close to it? Is that No, that was Tom Ince. <laughs> yeah, well, he did, but no, earlier than that. Scored a, I remember him scoring a header at Sellers, I think it was his first goal. Yeah. That it was yeah, that was early on, wasn't yeah, it? I think I remember it might have been his debut, but why not? As for the other goal. Hmm. He also missed the final penalty when we uh went out of the cup to Cardiff. Yes he did. I mean he wasn't solely to blame <laughs> in that yeah. that's for sure. Harsh. <laughs> um Never have I seen a bunch of worse penalties. However, little diatribe, we haven't been going to watch Hampton Richmond Borough play football in the non-leagues this season. Um, the Beavers, they're called. Friend of the pod, Carl, local team, he goes and watches them from time to time. They have missed, fuck you not, this season, all of their penalties. All 13 of them. <laughs> What? Three in pre-season and ten in the ten in the regular season. I can hope it's not the same guy taking them all. <laughs> Fucking thirteen. That is outrageous. And that is impressively it, bad. And it, five straight games they've missed a penalty. I think. Oh no! It, well, actually, no. Wait, 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 wait. What would you say their their nickname the was? Say the stat again. Missed. Oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> missed thirteen straight penalties. Damn! <laughs> Very good. Good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, Carl was saying he's been, the last five games he's been to watch them play and have missed a pen, all of them saved as well. So it's not like they're ah, skying okay. them over the bar. I mean, at some stage, someone somewhere like is investigating <laughs> some kind of dodginess going on. Well, yeah, if they were like ballooning them over or like spooning them wide, you could you could suggest it's slightly fishy. But the fact they're just being saved um, probably makes it just legitimately shit. <laughs> and there's two, you know, it's Hampton and Richmond as well. So you know, that's it's really bad. They've got, you know, they should have a really good choice of penalty takers, considering there's t- two teams in one. Oh, God, <laughs> I, I it is Nick on the pod. Or are you, Albert? <laughs> I've got some dreadful news, lads. Live in the flesh, just come through. Bright- it is Albert on the pod. Brighton of George Grimsby in the next round of the FA Cup at Brighton. What round is that? Is that the quarters? Six, yeah. Fuck her. That is annoying. It is. Come on, Grimsby. Up the... What are they? The Haddock? <laughs> The Fishmen. No. Uh, oh, are they? I think so. I don't know. I just <laughs> made that up. <laughs> you you do eat haddock, but they're not, they're not called the haddocks. Surely. The Mariners. The mariners oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, same thing, isn't it? It's 
got Fi- fish and they got fish in their let's, badge. Let's just stick with fishmen. And the fish, not the, not, not the fish. Up the fish, not the monkey killers. No, what was? It? No, oh, the, not the monkey hangers. Monkey hangers, monkey hangers. Oh. of Hartlepool. <laughs> the fish, <laughs> the fishman. Fishman's good. Um, <laughs> we we lost our way somewhere. Do we go? Uh, oh, Franco Ume, the kid we signed from Cork City, scored a couple of goals. Good, good. Was it a three-one win against Arsenal, Heskiff? It was, yeah, three-one away win. Nice. Um, I have to admit to watching the goals whilst waiting for Albert, so they're fresh in the memory. A couple of sort of poachers' goals from Ume, but yeah. right place, right time, all that sort of thing. So you're stop. welcome. It's his debut as well, I think, for the 18s. So. Lovely stuff. Yeah, Albert turning up late again, armed with excuses. Oh, the technology wasn't working. But there you go. <laughs> it was the spaghetti bolognese, actually. <laughs> Yummy. And it was working a little too well. Yeah. Mm. Liverpool. What anyone want to touch on anything in the Liverpool game? I, I'm, 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 I'm actually down for seven forty-five kickoffs on a Saturday. I mean, they should all be moved. It's a 7.45 on a Saturday going forward. Unless it's Liverpool away. Yeah, yeah, good point. All home games at Sellers on a Saturday should be at 7.45. Why? It's great. Fucking loved it. Just because you've got far to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just because you haven't got far to travel. (laughs) I feel like there's a sweet spot between those two statements. Yes, somewhere. Live in Norway. You live... Yeah, you live too close. I live too far away. <laughs> I'm t- I'm two stations away from Celeste. That's the sweet. Yeah, spot. that's that's a yeah. That is a sweet easy. spot. Yeah, yeah. You know? Gone are those days. Used to walk. Used to walk to Celeste from from Tulse Hill. Did you? Yeah, that's a bit of a trek. I say I used. To, I did it like twice. <laughs> <laughs> Out of three hundred visits, I did it twice. <laughs> Well, the, sh- the shoes kept slipping off, didn't they? So I could, uh, <laughs> Of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd do it when the weather was nice, which was rare. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm game. I really enjoyed it. I was in, like, the victory by a quarter to four. Um, Mrs. came in with one of the kids and, yeah, just had a great time. One of the yeah, kids. Yeah, the other one was at the old ears. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, come in. Had, had a great old time. Loads of beers. Went back to the victory after, and the victory after, oh my god, <laughs> was a complete shit show for starters because it just, you know, there's already stuff. Go- there's already stuff going on in there. Like it's a Saturday night. The victory is happening on a Saturday night for all the local oldies. It's karaoke. Oh, now we're talking. Um, and. Not many people going up to sing, like to the extent you could just walk up and ask for a song, he'd be up next. So my, my dad went up twice, but because we was all too pissed to notice what else was going on, he sung two songs. And then in and around him was loads of sectarian beef going on between Rangers and Celtic fans, <laughs> all singing songs that are like, well, you know, abusive towards the other. <laughs> The people running the karaoke didn't even really know. On the karaoke yeah. or not? On, on the, the karaoke. karaoke. <laughs> so really? the people on the karaoke had no idea what was going on. They were just, you know, they'd go up and say, I want to sing this song. They'd type it into their machine and they could sing it. Yeah. So, so wow. Now, what did you sing? I didn't sing anything. I was all... What did your old I man sing? I was way sing? too pissed. Um, he sung, I can't remember one of them, he sung, Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash? Good karaoke song. Nice. Nice. E- easy to get away nice. with if you've got a shit voice, you see. Let's <laughs> hope oh, he's not listening. <laughs> he will be, and he doesn't have a shit voice. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, thought, I thought we'd decent against Liverpool. I think they're shit. Um, that's for sure. They are a pal portrayal of what they once were from a couple of years ago. Really, really just uninventful. Re- really, really slow. And, um, yeah, they were. And- it's weird watching it as well. Like, I've never, I know he hit the bar, but then so did JP, so I don't count for much. But I've never, like, watched a game with Salah in it against us and not been, like, I just wasn't worried. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, like you say, a pale imitation of what 
you expect him to be. Yeah, we're exactly right. He's, he's still got that in him to pull a finish out like that. And it was, and it was extremely unlucky and would have been a, a very, very typical Mo Salah goal. But um, it was a chance created really kind of out of nothing. Mm. Where Mateta, that's... We're going to get into Mateta a bit yeah. later. I'll pull some stats just so we can have a chat about that later. But there you go. Um, Great. We have been linked with a potential striker in the summer. Um, now, we've talked about how Sellers Park is the place where strikers come to die. This time around, it might actually be the case, being that it's Giroud and he's so fucking old he might die. <laughs> oh. mm. And apparently Tory, the Tory government are thinking of sending the teachers to Sellers Park because that's where strikers go to die. Hey, Top- Topical. Politics. Topical politics jokes. What else you come here for? Ain't a fucking... Uh, 31% possession <laughs> shit ass pod that we produce um, can you see it happening I don't know I don't know I'd, I'd take it he's very good I know he's old but a striker that notoriously requires service to score goals mm, that's true <laughs> that's very true where is he at the moment he's at Milan Milan. Yeah, he's doing all right there. It's not like... I just think contracts might be coming up to an end. Signed there for a couple of years. One mm. Serie A already, so... Uh, why not come and get one final take, payday in London? You'd take him for a year, wouldn't you? I don't know how I feel about him coming in and just everyone assuming he's taking Anderson's crown of... Sold at the club. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I mean, that's your issue to work out, you know. <laughs> Nobody else cares. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I, it, it, three, four years ago, I'd have loved him. I think well, you, you look back to when we signed Ben Teke, Ben Teke, Lukaku or Giroud would have been the ultimate choices to sign, you know, for the style of play that we had. Um, but now just, I don't know. I feel like that ship has probably sailed now. Yeah, you do make a good point about service. <laughs> mm. I mean, we, we do need to start doing a bit more of that, don't we? Yeah. Well, but if he comes in and we just like decide just we're going to stick crosses in the box to him, then we should then fine. But we didn't do that with Benteke for years. No. No, we did not. Mm. Uh, back to Liverpool, Lukonga, Lukonga, brilliant performance, really settled the midfield. Um. Happy with happy in there now. Happy with our depth. <laughs> Looks all right. Um, Ahamada as well, sitting on the bench. Will Hughes, some backup. Milivojevic, it looks, it looks, MacArthur's back. Looks a lot stronger in the middle of the park now. Can any of them play up front? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Lukonga, was he your man of match for the Liverpool game? He was certainly mine. Yeah, he was up there. He was really good. Really, we mentioned it last week, but he just seems a bit like Czech, where he seems to know what to do with the ball when, which sounds really stupid because he's a professional footballer. Mm. But you know, he he doesn't. His instinct is not just to pass the ball backwards or hoof the ball one way or whatever. He he seems to be very good at bringing the ball forward, even if it's with a couple of touches. You know, mm. um, allows Decore to get forward a bit more because he can cover him at the back. 
I think the longer those two play together, the better they're going to be. So, yeah, I really like him at the moment. Yeah. And it just free, it frees up the guys in front a lot more, just having that structure too behind them. Um, and but, but both of them have the ability to progress the ball forward, which is in the past we've had stalwart defensive midfielders that have been great and we've loved, but perhaps not so good at progressing the ball where it's not like playing these two in deeper line roles is going to be at the detriment to going forward once you know, once they're up to speed with each other and running. So, yeah, really, really impressed. Good things to come from those two. Okay, let's move into talking about Villa. <sighs> Do you know the So CPFC? As in, I, I'd always thought it was at So CPFC because, you know, that So CPFC is what I thought, but it's not. It's just because So Glad You're Mine is <laughs> what his longer name is on Twitter. So I don't know if we can do that. Oh, and that's so CPFC anymore. Well, we can't because the you ain't got the jingle, and you've had to be doing it a cappella. Well, listen, I found I, I found out today while we were waiting for you to come on. <laughs> All right, fucking, I turned up, didn't it's, I? It's Jesus. because we've stopped paying for the subscribe paid version, <laughs> and we've gone to the free oh, version, and dear. that's only available in the free in the paid version. Oh dear, times are tough at back of the nest yeah. <laughs> towers. Forget the cost of living crisis. We're stuck in the cost of we're stuck in the cost of jingles crisis. <laughs> yep. So no jingles. I mean, I suppose Sam could edit them in, but that just then creates a whole faff. Yeah, producer Sam could, couldn't she? You know, if she's listening, she could. If she wants to be a team player and yeah. make the podcast. You know what I mean? We, we've, we're doing our bit. We're out here grafting, doing our bit. Yeah, yeah while she's feeding the baby with one, she's with one arm, she's nah. <laughs> producing our pod with the other. Yeah. I can't wait for her to text me at 7 o'clock in the morning saying, you can all fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got... 15 games against Villa since we last had a lead against them at half-time. So I think we can all go... Whoa, slow down. Hang on. It's been 15 games... Against Villa. Against Villa that we've been ahead at half-time. We haven't had a half-time lead. Wow. The most recent was in January 2005. Bloody hell. (laughs) Good stat. No, well, not a good stat, but uh, interesting, bad stat. 19 league games at Villa. That's how many we've played in total, Palace. Oh, I was, Palace. I was hoping for more. But there's more. We've, never scored, more, we've oh, never scored more than one goal, so I don't think there's any danger of that. <laughs> Fuck. Do you know, I was, I was a bit... What? That's was surely bit, not. I was a bit annoyed that I didn't get a ticket to go. I'm feeling less annoyed <laughs> after hearing all this. 19 league games against Villa. Yeah. Away. Away. Scored... 19, league, oh, 19 away. league games away. We've never scored. Sorry. Okay, fine. I was going to cite the... Well, this season uh, we've been through. Hi- <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That and the... Uh, i never forget the... Uh, like the 0405 Premier League season when I did... Andy Johnson score a couple against them. We, well, we, that was the nil. last time we scored in the first half against them. Yeah, my mate Rob, who used to come with me back then, won big money that day. Mm. Palace, <laughs> Palace have won in all competitions three of twenty-five games at Villa Park. All of them, all of them, one nil. Obviously, fucking hell! I was at one of them. These are terrible. Yeah. I was, at, I was at the Dwight Gale one. That was what good. a day, what a goal! Was that like box? Was that a Boxing Day or a yeah. Boxing Day festive? Yeah, yeah. It was Boxing Day. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. And then the following year, we went there sort of around the same time of year, and it was the most rankest nil-nil draw ever. Ugh. And Balassi hit the bar when he was through <laughs> one on one. Great, calm. Yeah. <laughs> so one one all one nil. Sorry, in nineteen sixty seven, Bobby Woodruff penalty. Nineteen ninety one, Ian Wright. 2013 Dwight Gale. 
Oh, that's depressing, isn't it? That is slim pickings. Oof. Saturday, 4th of March. <laughs> Anybody want to finish it? Aston, Aston, really? Aston Villa won. Crystal Palace won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 12th in the league. 12th in the league. Palace have played Villa three times in March, all on a Saturday. One win, one draw, one loss. Skin it. It's got to be another draw then. Mm, even it out. And then finally, Villa Park. Other than Villa, we've played five other teams at Villa Park. We've definitely played Liverpool and Man U in the Cup semis. Mm-hmm. Correct. Now you're in trouble because now you're looking at <laughs> 1973, ni- 1924 and 1906. <laughs> Fucking hell. Corinthian casuals. <laughs> Preston North End. <laughs> you're not a million miles away with Preston, to be honest. Wow. Yay, there you go. That's 1906 ticked off. Um, The other two, Notts County and Sheffield Wednesday in 1973. So thank you very much to So CPFC. Probably lost all those three games as well. I don't know. Something in the back of my mind tells me we did all right in the 1906 FA Cup. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it well. Uh, so, I said last week, let's stop talking about strikers, but Ollie Watkins is in a rich vein of form, scoring in five straight games now for Has Aston Villa, Fuck. which is an Aston Villa record in the top flight, first right. player to do it. However, their win on the weekend was breaking a run of three losses. So even if you have a striker who scores, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win, Albert. Is that meant to be comforting? <laughs> here we are going, all we need is a striker that can score. And you just come in and absolutely pissed all over that dream. Oh, mm, Because even if you have one, you don't win anyway. Brilliant. <laughs> Well, I mean, they do have people like Tyrone Mings at the back and stuff like that. We, we've got slightly better defenders, I think. I'd like to think so. Mm. So, I've done a bit of digging on Mateta, and I found an astonishing stat. Oh God, this is going to be fun. And it shows pretty much at the Liverpool game on the weekend how shitty is it finishing. <laughs> He sits in the top, like versus all other strikers, he sits in the top 85% for expected goals in 90 minutes. Like, the chances are there for him. Like, he should be scoring goals. <laughs> and he just can't put them away. Next. <laughs> Did, how do we all feel about that chance he had against Liverpool that hit the bar? Uh, do you know, live, I thought it was a difficult chance. When I watched back the replay, I'm like, I would have put that away. Yeah, same. <laughs> I thought the same. I was like, you know, maybe it was a really acute angle because obviously we were up the other end. And was he expecting it? Did, did I think it was Schlupp, like punt the ball at him. And then you watch the replay and you're like, no, it's basically an open goal. Can I just say, obviously, we can see each other. The listeners can't. When Terence said I could have put that away, there was like 100% legitimate belief in his face. He wasn't saying it with any sort of wry smile, any sense of irony. He legitimately said it. I'd fucking put that away. Like my my ankle of my left on my left foot is basically hanging off, and I still would have put that away. That's probably why I would have put it away because I wouldn't have been able to kick it that higher. To be fair, I reckon I probably would have missed a target, but then I'm shit at football and not a professional footballer. So it's a I'd have been in the tasty work. I'd have been I'd have been, yeah. I'd have been even more offside than Mateta and standing in the tasty jerk. Just sprint sprinted out the corner. Jump yeah, hop the yeah. corner flag and then out. Hit me long. Um what's interesting is <laughs> Mateta is the worst striker there is. The worst. 
Full that, stop. Pl- pl- yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, please. Let, the stat just ends there. <laughs> Here's a stat for you. <laughs> for progressive passes. So it's not even like his lack of goals could mean assists because he can't fucking find a player when he passes. It's ironic, really, because JP's first touch usually goes about 15 yards forward. I guess it's not a pass, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, mm. do you want to hear some more of his wonderful stats? Do I? Yes. Mm. He is 21st percentile for completed for passes attempted which you'd think is not much of a problem but he's also 14th percentile for a successful take on so he can't dribble he can't pass do we think do we think that Edouard just cussed Vieira's mum or something and then he's just like tough shit on you because these stats if I'm Edouard and I'm I'm hearing this, and we know that Odson Edouard listens to the pod, I'd be like, "How the fuck am I not starting mm. over that?" Don't think the odds on him listening to the pod are very high. Oh, uh, but he does like he's in the top eighty-six percent off of shots as well. So like, he gets his shots off, mm. and usually they're from good positions, but he just can't put them away. Top ninety-one percent off of clearances, though. Well, at now at least now he's doing his job at one end. <laughs> so remember, do you remember when, when, like when Benteke wasn't scoring, and it was like, well, he's he's good on that front post defending corners. Mm. Don't yeah. think JP's got that seventeen goal season to fall back on, though, is he? Yeah, it did get take Benteke a while to get there as well, though. In his first season, not so good at that. He learned that at Palace, that's for sure. Um, Want to hear Ollie Watkins versus JP and Edouard combined? No. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Ollie Watkins, 12 goals and assists, which is double the goals and assists of Edouard and Mateta. Combined. Mateta, one goal, no assists. Edouard, three goals, two assists. Ollie Watkins, eight goals, four assists. One, one, looking, one. For, looking, for, looking forward to Saturday there, Albert. When did we say we were signing Giroud? <laughs> I don't know. Probably about three three weeks before his cruciate goes and finishes him off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're stuck we, on a two, two year, eighty grand a week contract. It's going to be a nice little little pal for Nathan Ferguson, though. So silver lining. Yeah, Nathan Ferguson just being like. I'm no longer the best looking guy in the Connor Wickham lounge. <laughs> Sad times. <laughs> I know. So look, I, we've talked about it higher up in the show. It's like, we I'm happy with how things, you know, we're not being playing our best. We've been picking up results. This is the first game I see from our recent fixture list that, it's not it's not an informed team. Yes, they've they broke a string of defeats, which is probably them now going into a five game winning streak, and we've caught them at the wrong time. Who knows? But they're not informed. We've got to be going to look at uh, trying to get a win. We need three points from somewhere, and it needs to happen soon, especially with a couple of horrible fixtures to follow before we get into the playing literally everyone below us. <laughs> I was going to say, I think what would be interesting, because obviously we're recording this on Wednesday night, so we haven't heard Vieira's press conference, but I wonder if Will's going to be back, at least on the bench. I wonder if Ebbs is going to get a start, because I think from the last couple of sort of sub appearances, I think he deserves it over Schlupp. Be interesting to see how we do that, or whether Vieira just sort of sticks with the team because it has played pretty decent over the last few games what do you reckon it's yeah it's a tough one I, I would like to see Mateta come out to be honest um, and get Edouard in there and uh, Ebbs has earned, surely earned the start now surely it's earned the start um, 
maybe we'd prefer that at home. But then if you look at the two games that are coming up after this one, is is City then City Brighton Arsenal for the three after this? Uh, before yep. we before we get into everyone, so we've obviously got three really difficult fixtures after that. So I'd I'd yeah I want Ebbs I want Ebbs in there. I want to see I want to see Lukonga, Decore, Eze, Elise. If it's not Zaha, then Ayu and Edouard through the middle. That would be my ideal front six. Yep, no, no arguments there from me. Mm. And then, I mean, you got you got to feel rough for Chris Richards, but you know, established partnership already there between Anderson and Gay. In, and they in, both, I was say they both look very good over the last couple of games as well, haven't they? So, yeah. So unless he goes into right back, which we haven't seen him play at right back, but he didn't cover himself in glory at left back for those five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But you know we're getting we're getting somewhere close to our full strength side being available on there and everything. So there's no there can't be any excuses there over the coming weeks, especially once we get those next three games out of the way. We've really got to start picking up some results and some wins. Otherwise, maybe we do need to start um, looking down against the advice of my beer. That, that is lovely, by the way. I didn't mention it at the top. It is fucking lovely. So fair play to Phantom Brewery, which I think is in Reading. There you go. Basically, your neck of the woods, Albert. What are you on about? Nowhere near Reading. You feel like Watford and Reading are like should be fierce rivals for some reason, but probably don't is give a any, shit about each other. Is there anything particularly fierce about either of those clubs? Hmm. Maybe when Luton or Watford. Reading it Reading is Hambo Town. Mm. Remember that guy? <laughs> Last game he went to live was FA Cup semi final against Chelsea. Oh, oh. Yikes. It's even worse than me. <laughs> um Look, he's, he's like, I've got to be careful here. He's like, I've got to be careful. I can't really be in my glass house throwing stones at Hambo. No, nope. <laughs> it comes to guys at games. No, nope. I've said my bit, and we'll move on. <laughs> and then neither can I, really, to be honest. My lacking, although I've had now I've had to end up booking an awful lot of annual leave for Brighton, assuming it doesn't get moved again. Yeah, never <laughs> train strike in there. Is it a rail strike though, or is it a tube strike? I can't. No, I didn't look beyond it. Just I just saw it's going to be a strike and just lulled a lot. Like I assume, by the way, because I've had your ticket since God knows whenever I ordered ordered them. They're sending out new ones. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to send me yours again or not. We'll see. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, so it hasn't arrived. Um... Yes, I've now got that Wednesday through Friday off work because initially I had the Thursday and Friday to the Friday to recover. I hope they don't move it again because I'm at a conference in a couple of weeks afterwards and I booked the tickets and then was like, if they fucking rearrange the Brighton game for when I'm it's in Edinburgh, I'm going to be livid. So at the moment it's March 15th, is that correct? Yeah. Yes. And there's another some sort of strike that means it might get pushed a week mm-hmm. further down the line. Let's say yeah, that would That's be all right. Mm. If it's when two it not weeks be down right? the line, then I'm in trouble. If it's two weeks down the line, can I have your ticket, mate? There's tickets available for the 15th. Is there? Yeah, because yeah. because it's been I can't so on, I can't go on the fifteenth. So I'm I'm sitting here with the little voodoo doll going oh, push it. <laughs> Go on, push it a little bit. Is it a Lewis Dunk voodoo doll? No, I wouldn't even yeah. have one of those in the house. Right. I can tell you where you should stick that fucking pin. Oh. Isn't is he outside looking through the window? Hang on, was that Lewis Dunk? Oh, that, mate, I think bug me, me out now. <laughs> that, what a nightmare! I think that might might have been another footballer in a similar case who was watching through a window. Dodgy bastards. 
Albert really does have a voodoo doll. He wasn't joking. He wasn't joking. Yeah. So anyway, we've got to go predictions to finish us off. I mean, I'm I'm on a roll here with draws. Just just one one. Oh, I think we're going to lose two one. Uh, well, I'm looking at Villa's last three home games, and they've scored two goals in each of those. But they've conceded four in two of those games. And we ain't scoring four goals, Albert. No, I, 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 I didn't say we were. One of those teams was Leicester, and Leicester are pretty shit at the moment. So I'm going to sort of do an average, of, and I'm going to say a two-all draw. So... So going going against a lot of history, as we've already heard. I'm not I'm not here for history. So you're saying bang first half goal, ruin that like. stat, and then another one in the second half to break make <laughs> rock the world <laughs> with yeah, some stat, stat buster. <laughs> so so I'm I'm torn between nil nil and one one. Shock. You know, you know what the answer is. Is one one. I'm going to go one one again. <laughs> yeah. Did I go one one against Liverpool? Or did I go nil nil? I can't remember. Oh, didn't I, I was meant to listen back? Because you know, by the by the time I've got to this stage of the pod and I've I've all the way through a six point six percent beer, I'm never going to remember. I don't remember. I remember before the game against Liverpool, I said, we're probably going to play well, do something stupid like hit the bar and then lose 3-0. So when JP hit the bar, I was like, fuck, I might as well go home. <laughs> no. So, but yeah, I, I think we've got, I'd really like a win there this weekend. It goes without saying, but it would be yep. nice. This is the this is the way to get it done. I think we've deserved, we've deserved <laughs> a win over the last few games as well. So hopefully... Hopefully we're just come on Saturday. Yeah, and it just, it will take a little bit of pressure off those next three games, which are really tough games, and you know would probably stop us getting dragged down into that relegation mix, of which then obviously we're surrounded by a bunch of fixtures that are winnable. But um, yeah, winnable in inverted commas. But yeah. Something definitely to avoid defeat at the the utmost, but we shall see how it goes. As I say, it could end up with us getting Villa in the middle of a five game win streak, and we're all fucked. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, good to have you both back on. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, listen out or head over to youtube.com forward slash back in the nest. Um, look out for the match report on the weekend. And until next week, where we'll be building you up. To Manchester City? Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Manchester City. One all. <laughs> One all. <laughs> Until then, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.